ora tato. Welcome to this special Ngahere Talk series we've called Whakatau. Whakatau means to make a decision, to settle yourself on something. We've all had to navigate this global pandemic and had to make the decision to whakatau ourselves on whether or not we'd get the vaccination for both us and our whanau. For some of us, it's been a hard decision with consequences that are tough to bear. For some, it's been confusing, it's been too rushed, or it's been too scary. Join me as I caught it all with whānau who have made the brave decision to vaccinate themselves and their tamariki and learn how they were able to whakatau their heads, hearts and puku on this whole COVID vaccination debate. Mauri ora. Um, well, kia ora, kia ora Dan and Michelle. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today for this kōrero um, on Ngāhere Talks. Yeah. This is our, our first episode of a three-part podcast series called Whakatau. Um, and the whole purpose behind this podcast is to help bring some trusted voices, some trusted Māori voices into the conversation around vaccinations, especially for our tamariki and especially around this time of, of COVID-19 vaccination. So thank you both so much for joining us for this corridor. I'm looking forward to hearing more about your story and how your whānau has approached this, um, this tumultuous time. Um, and I know it's been even harder for you guys as a whānau as well. So. Again, thank you so much for joining us and willing to be open um, in this first episode. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi. Oh, kia ora, kia ora uh, tēnā koe e hoa. Uh, kia ora koutou katoa e, e wakarongo mai. Um, uh, yeah. he, he pai i kite um, tūtaki i a koutou. Um, he uri wake ke au no ngā iwi kei roro e te korua i te munga titoia, ara ko te waka aotea. Uh, ko tito ko waru te tangata, ko manu ia kai ta apu, ko te arawa te marai, uh, ko ngāti roa nui ngārui inirangi o kiwi. Um, e, e te puaki māua, ko ano o taitahi, and then e hara mai uh, ki tamaki makaurau e noho ana. Um, so kia ora everyone, my name is Dan Walker. Uh, I come from Taranaki, grew up down in Christchurch with this lovely lady. Um, and we, we met when we were 10 <laughs> um, at Banford Primary School, <laughs> represent. Um, and then we went to Linwood High School together, and I proposed to her. And then... At high school? Uh, in, in high school, and then, yeah. and then but I realised I didn't ask her dad. So I asked her dad first and then proposed to her again at her 21st. Oh, wow. But yeah, my name is Dan. We're, we've been in Tamaki Makaurau now for 14 years. No, since the end of 2007. Okay. So, yeah, 15, 15. 16 years. And um, we've got, we live on the Whangaparaua coast, beautiful space here with uh, our three beautiful tamariki, Josh, Tyler and Maya. Kia ora. Awesome. Kia ora. I'm Michelle um, and I'm a stay-at-home mum um, for our three kids. Um and yeah, I don't need much else to say. <laughs> oh, awesome! It's lovely to lovely to meet you, Michelle. And I've known Dan for a couple of years now, and you do some amazing mahi for our people um, out there. So yeah, I guess we'll get in, into the corridor here. But um, I think first of all, like a really interesting thing for me would be to to know like how do you, as a whānau, make decisions for the health and well being of your whānau? Well, I guess you know since they were born um, we got them all vaccinated with their immunizations 
Um, and yeah, it's kind of just flowed from there, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. there was never really any concerns. We um, always knew we were going to vaccinate our children. Mm. Um, and yeah. We, as a whanau, we, I guess we, we talk about um, their, their health a lot. Um, and we were always communicating. Um, we've never really disagreed on it on the health, eh? That's no. so. Whether it's Joshy or you know Tyler, just recently with his more around, you know, he he's got dyslexia, um, and we just said we're going to do whatever we need to do to um, help help him through this and support him. And you know, Joshy with his cancer, we. We just came together as a unit and made sure that we were that, you know, that uh, I guess making sure he had the love and the support always. Um, it's it's just a it's a team effort I think, and yeah. making sure we're united is key. Um, and that, but if we do disagree, that we respect that too. Um, like I think you know with the vaccination. The COVID vaccination initially, you were like, "Nah, no, I didn't mm. want to. I was on the fence." Yeah. yeah, and 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 I was like, "Sweet, well, I've spoken to the doctors at the hospital with Joshy's um, stuff, and I'm like, I'm gonna get it." Mm. And you were like, "Sweet, you know, we did. We respected each other for yeah, that. Yeah. We didn't. We were never gonna, you know, pressure each other into doing something we didn't want to do." Mm. That's beautiful. And so, I mean, I guess you've been on as a whanau with Joshi's cancer and then move, like moving into then COVID vaccinations for Tamariki off the back of that. Was that a hard decision for you guys or did it flow really easily? It all came from Josh, really. Yeah. yeah. He, he knew right from the get-go that he wanted to get vaccinated. So it made our decision easy. Yeah. Um, and our other two kind of just like followed suit, I suppose. Um, they were like, Okay, Josh is getting it, so we'll get it. Yeah. So it was follow the big bro, eh? Yeah, yeah. 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 And and I think we had the benefit well it wasn't a benefit of the fact that, you know, last year he went through his bone cancer journey. We had doctors around us, so he he was hearing the corridor, he was um, mm. absorbing it and asking questions and I think he just came to you know that yeah. after um thinking about it for himself he came up with that for Carl, i'm going to get it mm. he just knew straight away eh? yep. he, he wanted to get vaccinated against it so it made yeah. our job easy yeah yeah did you have um i mean i guess you would you were already going through a whole lot of rigorous medical procedures and stuff like that so when it came to the vaccine did it have any kind of like because you had said you'd already thought you didn't want to get it when it came to your kids did that come up again or had you faced so much already that this was just another thing? For me, I kind of, I thought it was a bit rushed. Mm. Um, and then I spoke to Dan about it and he told me his reasons why he wanted to get it. Mm. And then it started making sense, you know. And then with Josh going through his cancer, um, I thought it would be very selfish of me not to. Because mm. if I ever brought COVID into the home, I would never forgive myself. Mm. Especially if Josh ever got it. Because he had no immunity. No you immunity. Know, he was, he was, yeah. yeah, neutropenic. Yeah. Mm. So I made the decision pretty quick um, to get it. 
and mm. I did, and I'm pleased I did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did, and then yeah, Joshi and Tyler and Maya got theirs started this year, I think. Yeah, start yeah. of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Because Joshi could get it, and they the doctors at Starship, you know, said get COVID vaccination boost mm. rather than all the other immunizations that he's got to now get. Redo them or redo them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it wipes your it wipes your immunity. All yeah. the goods that the the chemo wipes your good cells as well as the bad. So yeah, but he just he just had three yesterday. Wow. So he's pre yeah. feeling pretty sore today. Pretty sore. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like, yeah. What a trooper, eh? Yeah. So I guess like get back from just vaccinations in and of itself, but um, when you think as a whānau unit, the way that you take care of each other and show aroha towards each other, like if you think back to how you grew up um, first and then how you do it in your whānau, but what are the different ways that you show like aroha to each other? What, what ways have you experienced as a kid and, and what have you implemented in your whānau now? I think for me... Um, my mum and dad split up early, um, similar to Michelle's, mm. and we were both, uh, you know, skipping back and forth between mum and dad, um, which is similar for a lot of whānau too. But I always felt love from both both sides, um, and good communication um, and support. Mm. They, they were a team, mum and dad. Even though, um, you know, I, I try to play them off against each other, <laughs> um, and Mum was ultimately the one who would cave in and give me some money. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they showed me a good a good way forward. I think around communication, and even when things where they break up, they're not together. They can still come together around me. Mm. Um, so, I think I I use those learnings now you know even if there's disagreements or stuff or you know we're not entirely happy about something when it comes to our kids we're united mm. and we know yeah. that we can talk to each other um when it comes to our health you know we are 100 percent united you know i've got i've still got things like old injuries coming up and michelle knows about them all and she's you know, you always help me, and and then same for yourself, eh? Mm. So we um we keep talking about that continually and communicating, and and also supporting. So if Michelle needs some time to go to the doctors or an appointment, you know, I'll I'll cover, and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. How about for you, Michelle? Um, yeah, for me it was I guess a little bit different. Um. My, yeah, my parents split up when I was very young as well. Um, and it's twing a throne between the two. Mm. <laughs> um, and whenever I was with one, I would always miss the other. Mm. But um, I'd always feel more love from my dad. My dad was always very loving. Mm. Um, even as a teenager, he'd always give me a kiss goodnight and always hug me every day and He'd always tell me he loved me. Um, I don't really get that from my mother as such. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I think I've learned a lot of it from my dad. He was just very caring and loving mm. and nurturing and that sort of thing. So I guess it's just 
flow through from him onto me and it's flow through to our kids. So, and I tell them, you know, every single day, mm. I love them and how much I love them and, yeah. and all that. So, and they love you, you know, they're always, yeah, I can feel it. They come in for cuddles, they come in for, you know, they, they have to have the kiss goodnight from mum and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's my job to do the readings and then it's, and it's always mum to tuck sort them of in. Tuck them in. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you view this whole, um, like things like immunization and all the other health? related issues or decisions you've had to make have do you view them as acts of of aroha or love towards your children yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i do yeah. yeah it's it's making sure protecting them yeah, yeah. i don't yeah. want them catching anything especially like covid where i could land them in hospital mm. like yeah. really badly mm. so but but also making sure that we talk to them about it so that they know mm, they're informed they're not forced into it we're not making we want them to make the decision. Um, just like with cancer, Joshi's shoulder, um, you know, there was a spectrum of options and the most extreme was to remove his shoulder. Mm. And he made the decision. He's like, oh, I want he that. He wanted the That's surgery the best option. over radiation. Yeah. Because he knew that was the best option yeah. for, for um, long-term long survival. Yeah. And so... Because we were struggling with that, yeah, and we're like, well, "What do you reckon, yeah. son?" And we talked it through, and we had the doctors there. He made the decision there made... and then, right in front of them. Yeah, yep. I want the surgery, and I was still trying to. No, and <laughs> we're like, "Well, yeah. well, yeah. and so and we said, "Can we just wait?" Time, yeah, know? he was making adult decisions as a ten-year-old. It's going to affect so... him for the rest of his life, eh? Yeah, but um, I really mihi to him, acknowledge yeah. him for. Um, having the strength and the maturity courage. and the courage to yeah, make that decision. So positive, so strong. That we couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also we created that space of love, um, right. the aroha, to make make sure that he knows that um, you know whatever decision he makes, we'll, we'll back him. Mm. Um, yeah. And for that, any of our kids. As for well. any of our kids, yeah. yeah. We will 100% back them. Yeah. yeah. And, and know that, that we're always in their corner. Yeah. Always. Yeah, definitely. Like you can see that theme of communication, eh, that you learnt yeah. as a as a young kid or growing up, coming into not just your relationship, but how it's then transferring into your children to be yeah. able to, yeah, I listen, think. process, and then make a decision for themselves. When you say childhood, Michelle was actually a part of my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> so our communication has helped me in all phases of my life in business mm. you know and in my board roles and then definitely as a dad um our our communication that we've kind of built together and grown together has really helped me be a better father and and person and friend mm. Mm. yeah i was just thinking like you talked about how you had different people that you could talk to about the vaccination in the early stages that helped you then make yeah. an informed decision mm. like how do you think if people don't have access to the people like you're a really well connected person mm. um, you could i could say get into conversations quite easily with the right people mm. yeah but if say you were in a environment where maybe the only other people you can talk to have the same view as you or the same amount of information and maybe it's misinformation mm. like how would you like recommended if I could dig a little bit deeper and find out a little bit more that 
I know that there's a lot of whanau out there that are still wrestling with this and yeah. are still fighting against um, like the same opinion and the same line of conversation and, and maybe mm. even they have access to information but can't quite understand it and make sense of it. Mm. Like, what can they do? How can, how can that... I'm trying to make a good decision for the whanau but you don't have access to all of that. Uh, my, my thoughts initially is... Um, is kāroha because you know that's mm. that's definitely a space. Even I've got whānau in my broader uh, whānau who who are in that space too, and it's making sure that um, you don't trust just what's on Facebook as mm. as yep. the you know the social media space is. Um, it's kind of like a town hall, so you've got also all those different opinions flowing, and it's full of misinformation and misinformation. Yeah, yeah it, because it reflects society, mm. and there's and, and people, if there's a vacuum of information, or if there's a, a space where um, there's poor access to it, it'll always get filled with different opinions mm. and stuff. So, I think making sure that you're careful about. Um, where you go for the information don't mm. just jump into social media and stuff um in my view in my personal view i, I would say seek out seek out an expert because no matter where you are what community you are there will be doctors somewhere mm. and um it would be talking to your doctor um and trying to have a have that conversation with them um you know, I, I need to check my privilege because you know, I'm I'm definitely in a space where I can easily have those conversations. It's not as easy if you're in a rural space where you can't, you know, you can't um, even get to the doctors or maybe it's like a, a long drive and you don't have the, um, the petrol. So, yeah, it's, it's trying to get access to the whānau mm. support. For me, I guess it's um, because we had, you know, a whole lot of help and support around us last year that I could get the actual information from the doctors, Josh's doctors, and and that, and yeah, make an informed decision for myself. Mm. But so. even even at the start, yeah. there, was, there was a pushy doctor, yeah, and he was Mark. <laughs> Good on you, Mark. Um, <laughs> but he was like hey you got to get this and she's like well i don't have enough information and he's like yeah but you got to get it for joshy and you know he was he, he was, was probably pushing. he was coming on too hard too fast mm. and i think that's important too where you know that you've got to meet people where they're at mm. there's there's plenty of people who aren't they don't have access to the same amount of knowledge as you and you've got to be you know you've got you've got to have compassion for that and empathy and make sure that you you don't try and push people into doing anything. Yeah, hundred percent. Eh? And it, I mean, I've also seen so many people that there's a lot of fear um, mm. that people are facing, and fear with that. I guess that unknown. We even spoke a little bit earlier about mistrust of the the system that yeah. hasn't served our people well. Yeah. Um, that you know that's true. It's has evidence to back that, and that's yeah. a hard thing to come over, eh? To overcome. Totally. I mean, does that ever factor for you? Do you ever think about that? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Um. I'm of the belief that the government, um, I I try and keep them out of my life as much as possible. If if there's uh, a future for my whānau, it's going to be through the 
blood, sweat, and tears of us that make that happen. Mm. You know, and um, and government getting involved will just muck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I try and keep them out. Mm. And I and so I have Aroha Pafano who who also have that same belief where they're like the government isn't the answer for me. Mm. Um, and this is where it's so different because with COVID, the government became the yeah. answer. They were the the people pushing everything, all the information, all of the um, you know, all of the directives. They they even made mandates happen. So yeah, it's I, I can see it from Fano who have been dicked over. They've they've had poor experiences. They've seen it in their own Fano um, to. To not trust the government is mm. uh, is understandable in that case. Yeah, it is hard, eh? Mm. But then, yeah, how do you then get over that, right? Mm. Or or not? But if it is the right decision to make, I mean, I still struggle with the conversation myself. I'm vaccinated. My family's vaccinated. I feel like it's the right thing to do. Mm. But then sometimes I'm like, but is it though? Is it really? Like, is there? Is are you gonna be okay if you don't have it? Oh, I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows yet. Yeah. The evidence is still to yeah, come. The long-term effects. Yeah. The long-term effects, yeah. 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 Um, and to, to some degree, you feel like it's a little bit of a gamble. Um, mm. But then there is there is evidence as well for vaccinations in and of itself and yeah. um, the process that they went through to, to create it. But it's just not that black and white, I guess, as, as it can be. Nah. This was rushed, eh? Mm. This was definitely rushed. Yeah. And, um the, the benefit that they had was this was a global thing. So there was a lot more money and people on, on it than ever before. Mm. Um, and, and I think there's there's the government, which is where we know we can't trust always for our whanau. But um, there's other people that you can speak to about it now that mm. also can help give access to information not pushy not be pushy but <laughs> make sure that they have access to the right information um and that can be your doctor again some people don't trust the health system either but yeah. it, there, there's also other people in terms of um you know marae and um other other community spaces to school yeah yeah, yeah. so um you're saying that you at first didn't want to get the vaccination and then Dan dug up some information that kind of convinced you to, to do it. It was just after talking with him, you know, yeah. Josh being neutropenic and um, immunocompromised and stuff, yeah. you know, he had no immunity. So it would be very selfish of me to to not get it mm. for him. I didn't say you'd be selfish though. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, you didn't. This is, um, it'd be selfish of me if I didn't get it. Yeah. For, for not only him, but for our children. Mm. Um, I felt actually this is, I should actually get it. Yeah. To protect them, so. And did that like remove your like reservations that you had or did you just do it anyway, even though you were still like, mm. Yeah. I, Still, kind of had some fears, like yeah. what are the long term effects? Mm. Still yeah. don't know. Still yeah. don't know, yeah. And yeah. may not know for some time. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> we'll cross that path when we get to it, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Um, but for now, I'm still here mm. and I'm still standing, and yeah. um, my children are still here and still standing. Um, yeah. And Joshy got through that, that 
main pandemic area without getting COVID. Yeah. In mm. fact, all three of us, from what we know, possibly mm. Tyler, but we're not sure, yeah. all three of our kids have not had COVID at all. Yeah. And neither have you two? I had COVID on a Microsoft uh, event. Yeah, early May he got. But um, I came back. Oh, we're going to talk about Bill Gates now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but luckily I just isolated in a spare bedroom and um, stayed in there. Whenever I came out, I was like, I'm coming out. <laughs> and then put my mask on. and yeah, Full body suit. Yeah. <laughs> no one got it, so we're really yeah. lucky. Yeah, That's awesome. And I guess I was just trying to get to that crux of like, when as a mum you made that brave decision um that there was that that motive and that driver even though with the apprehension and the fears because i always said no i don't want to get it eh?" Mm. yeah i don't want to get it i'm gonna wait i remember the conversation right here with one of our mates Mm. you're like are you gonna get it and he said no you're like yeah i'm not gonna get it either (laughs) (laughs) and um but then you know i've got i've got to think of josh with his cancer and the situation he was going through and stuff. So I couldn't bring COVID in when he's going through that. Mm. It would just make him 10 times worse. Yeah. It'll land him in hospital fighting for his life again. Yeah. So I, I just couldn't put that on him. Yeah. So. And I know you don't have the luxury of thinking about the scenario, but if, say, Josh was in perfect health, do you reckon you might still be unvaccinated? It's hard to say. Yeah. It's really mm. hard to say. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Could possibly still be, yeah. Mm. Um, but then I think I would have made the decision if if the kids still got in, um, vaccinated against it, I probably would have. Yeah. With them? Yeah. Mm. See, for me, I would have I would have got vaccinated just because I've done my research. I've got access to that those resources to have that research. Mm. And from my research, I believe that... Um, you know, from what I've read, it's safe. Uh, it protects me, and then I can be that protector to bring it in to the kids. Because between both of us, I'm the one who's most active. I'm, I'm going. Out. Yeah, I'm going to Wellington. I'm. You're everywhere, bro. Yeah, yeah. I see you at all the things. Yeah. <laughs> and, Heaps of people. Yeah. yeah. A week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whereas you, you. Honging your way around the place, yeah. eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, well, I've had COVID, so I'm like, I've got one month <laughs> where I can, I can do it, and I'm okay. Mm. But even now, I'm like, uh, I'm a little bit worried about it. But yeah, between us, you go back and forth to the school, mm. and that's it, really. Uh, and to swimming and Joshy stuff and Tyler stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, mainly me. Yeah, so yeah. I would have got it just to make sure I protect the whanau. But I wouldn't have pressured you if you no, didn't want it either. and you don't either. Mm. So, yeah. But Joshy would have got it. I, he was... He was adamant. He was adamant. Yeah. yeah. He would have... From what... I mean, I don't know Josh myself, but you guys are really generous in sharing your journey um, with Josh. And I followed yeah, along sure. in the background. Yeah. And when I did meet up with you, we were able to touch base, but... He seemed super brave through all of that. And I, I could imagine at that stage, he was like, what, bring it on, another jab, is that yeah. all? Yeah. yeah. And I remember when he first started getting jabs because, you know, they were jabbing him all the time. Um, yeah. He, and had, then, he had a port as well a to access cat. his chemo. Yep. Um, so he'd get a jab there to <laughs> insert it, to connect to the port underneath his skin. Mm. 
So then you have blood tests every week. And, yeah, and, um, and always getting like big mean as needles. Yeah. And he just got, he's like, nah, got so yes, bring yeah. it on. Yeah, yeah. he was fine. And yeah, there's how many? 300? 390 beads. Yeah, yeah, so almost 400 beads. Yeah. That's a lot of trans blood transfusions and blood tests and yeah. chemo. And, Surgeries, yeah. night stays in hospital, chemo visits. And, and you look at that, you're like, wow, yeah, I, could I have done that? Yeah. <laughs> Man. What a champion, eh? Yeah. What a champion. Well, and, I guess just one. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, just... It's, it means as well whenever I face off to anything, like I've just found out I've got a new, got promoted to a new role that's looking after Australia and New Zealand awesome. for cloud. And there was a bit of me that was like a bit witty witty. Um, but it, then I was like, ah, oh, Joshy's, Joshy's been through cancer, man. We've helped him through cancer. I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Come yeah. on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I guess, um, man, our time's up already. That went really quickly, eh? Awesome. But um, I guess just one last opportunity for those whanau out there that, you know, they just making this decision is the hard thing. Mm. Um, I guess just one last opportunity to give some advice or encouragement, particularly around the decision making. Mm. Um, and a in a place where it is hard, it can be fearful mm. um, and might not know what they're stepping into, but, but how can they how can they make a decision for their whanau? I would say um, approach a professional and mm. get some professional advice about it. Um, so, yeah, I would recommend that and then make an informed decision um, and think about your children's future. Um, think about them. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say um, try and build up trust. Don't rush it. So yeah, that, that may mean multiple meetings if you need mm. to. Mm. Um, and, yeah, for, for us, it was ultimately about our tamariki. So we put our tamariki at the forefront of our thinking and that in the end made it easy for us. So, um, you know, it may not be you. There may be your mama or your your kuya who you're thinking about in terms of at the centre. But, um, you know, ultimately it's a decision that you have to make. Don't feel pressured. Don't feel rushed. You know, make sure that you, you do your, um, your research with someone you trust. Mm. That's beautiful, eh? And I think the big lesson I've learned from you too is, is communication. Mm. Communicate with each other, communicate with the children, communicate with the professionals. Mm. Yeah, where we sit yeah. down and talk to our kids yeah. about anything and everything pretty yeah. much, eh? Yep. It's, um, I like to keep them informed. I like mm. to, to know what's coming or, you know, what, what we're planning to do this weekend or, mm. you know, I like to keep them updated. Um, so... Mm. Yeah, that's it's a big thing for us. Yeah, like Joshy tells me stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, really?" That's <laughs> <laughs> because Michelle's told told him. Yeah, it's a way for uh, you. You definitely communicate with them a lot, eh? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that's just how I like to operate. I guess mm. um, I like to keep the communication open because I want them to feel that they can come to us yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. if they ever in trouble or need to speak to someone I want them to know that they can come to us mm. regarding anything mm. um, so as long as I keep that communication open with them they know they can come to us mm. yeah. so. awesome well tēnei te mahi nui kia korua 
Thank you both for your time, for your generosity, for being willing to have this conversation. And um, uh, I promise not to give out your phone number when they want to talk to a professional way. Eh? Give us one. <laughs> but also, thank you for joining us, eh? Awesome. Thank, thank you. Thank you.